You know how we were talking about how AI could be used in the medical field, right? That whole idea of it being able to assist, maybe play doctor. Turn your head and cough. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Now, I, I don't know if you've broken protocol here, but you're already eating the cookies. Hey, I earned that cookie today. <laughs> you know who earned it? Debbie. Yeah. Deb, come we'll in for a cookie some. anytime when you, can, when you get a chance to catch your breath. The We Energy's cookie book drops today. That's this right. is the annual, I think it's 95th, mm-hmm. 95th annual cookie book. So a long time tradition. And so today it drops online and also uh, the in-person distributions because so many people want to actually get the book itself. That begins today and they're... Uh, events across the across southeast Wisconsin and the state. So we're going to get you more information on that. Amy Johns from We Energies has baked us several selections from this year's all of the book. selections. Not all of the selections. <laughs> Only one person has ever done that, and that was Susan, Susan Kim. Kim. I got it. I got it. it. Took her a month of bringing in two to three different varieties every day. But uh, we'll talk with Amy about uh, this year's theme for the cookie book and sample some of these selections. Give you our favorites. But Eric, I, I, I really feel like you should have waited. They were here. Amy he just, seemed to be fine right with away. It. He's just into it. <laughs> just thought I'd give it a taste. All right. Well, I'm not it's the boss good. of you. You eat as many as you want, I guess. Save Thank you. At least one variety for everyone else. Uh, Brandon Snyde has sports coming up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive. It's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Busy day up in Green Bay on Tuesday afternoon. The Packers sending veteran cornerback Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills shortly before Tuesday's NFL trade deadline. The Bills sending back a 2024 third-round pick to the Packers for Douglas and a 2024 fifth-round pick. The Packers will continue their preparation for a Week 9 home matchup against the L.A. Rams. Jordan Love speaking this week about what this team needs to do to get back in the win column beginning on Sunday. Everybody's got to look themselves in the mirror, um, hold themselves accountable, and uh, you know, just know that obviously we're not where we want to be. And you know, how are we going to get there? What are we going to do? What, what's next week going to look like? Who's going to step up? Who's going to be the guy to you know, just go out there and make, make plays? Um, so it, it just comes back to get back to work next week. The Packers will hit the practice field later today for the first time this week. A injury report should follow shortly after. Over to baseball, where the Texas Rangers are one win away from clinching the World Series. This after a dominating Game 4 win on Tuesday night. Here's a swing and a high fly ball crushed. Corey Seager unloads out to right center and it's gone. Oh boy! Seager absolutely annihilates one over to the left of the pool in right center. And the Rangers now have a 5-0 lead, and he hammered it. The call on ESPN Radio as the Rangers go on for the 11-7 win over the Arizona Diamondbacks. They now take a commanding three games to one lead in that series. Game 5 is set for tonight. That first pitch all set for 7 p.m. The Milwaukee Bucks hit the road for the first time this season as they get ready to play in Toronto against the Raptors tonight. Head coach Adrian Griffin has used multiple different looks in the team's first three games and says even with Chris Middleton's minute restrictions, there's no rush to finding the ideal lineup for his squad. Eventually we'll get there. Um, again, it's just process, and we're not, ru- we're, we're not rushing it. Um, being smart about it and 
you know, he's he's been great. And if we can keep on getting these W's, we can buy him some time. Um, but again, it's the second game of the season, so um, we're not in a rush. But it just it's great to have him on the floor when he does play. Tip off for the game tonight between the Bucks Raptors, all set for 6 p.m. Coverage will get rolling right here in WTMJ. At 5.30. And lastly, late last night, breaking news out of the NFL, the Las Vegas Raiders announced they have fired head coach Josh McDaniels and general manager Dave Ziegler. I can't talk now. I got my mouth full. I was wondering if you were ready to go. I was like, oh, I Well, can- Eric already started eating the cookies, so I jumped in. How you can get your hands on the We Energy's cookie book, that is next on Wisconsin's Morning News. At 722 on Wisconsin's Morning News, a nearly century-old tradition renewed today as the We Energy's holiday cookie book drops online and distribution events start as well. We bring in our friend from We Energy's, Amy Johns, who's with us live in studio this morning and has baked for us. Hey, quick piece of business first. I'm only seeing a handful of power outages still on the grid Feels like we dodged one here because when you get this much snow and trees that still have the leaves on them, that can be trouble. Right. You have that heavy, wet snow pushing down on those tree branches. They can come in contact with our wires, but uh, very minimal outages, very few overnight. So um, really, really wonderful that we didn't have a lot more uh, because of the snow. Well, which is good, too, because I think all the time in these things when we have outages, your crews that are out there in the field, the men and women who are up on the poles or in the cherry pickers doing the work, dangerous conditions sometimes it's good that we don't have to have a lot of them out there today yeah absolutely i mean when the roads are slippery like they are today you know having our crews out there we want to make sure they're safe as well so um you know they take their time um to make sure that they get there safely to get your lights back on so let's talk about the annual we energies holiday cookie book and folks ask me all the time and i know the story but i'll let you tell it (laughs) how did we energies get in the in the cookie book business absolutely so back in the early 1920s when electricity was new when we're first getting our lights on um, we also were getting electric appliances like our electric ovens so we needed to teach our customers how to use those electric ovens and what better way to do that than to make a cookie book and bake some cookies for them Um, So that's where this whole thing started back in 1928. So it is the 95th anniversary of our first cookie book. And this year we've got a real great theme. It is celebrating our first responders. What does that mean, celebrating the first responders? So celebrating our first responders, they are the people in our communities that keep us safe. And we wanted to make sure that we honor them. They are our friends, our neighbors, um, and, and they are the ones that we call in some of our desperate times. And so we wanted to make sure that we celebrated them and, and get their cookies in this year's book. So it's their recipes. All the recipes in the yes. book, uh, several dozen, are coming from area first responders. I talked to a number of them at the event last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're firefighters, they're EMTs, and it's, in many cases, family recipes. This is grandma's cookies or whatever, and, and they have submitted these and they got to be experts, right? Because those cops know how to eat cookies, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, we the nice thing about these cookie books that we do every year now, especially with this one, is we include little stories from each of our bakers. So they tell us about what it means to be first responders and serving in their communities, but also talks about the traditions of the cookies that they did submit in the book, too. So we have a really great variety of cookies this year, and, and one in particular, which I bought today, is our lava cookies. It's on page seven of this year's book. It's from McKenna Miller. She's a 21-year-old Milwaukee firefighter, and she told me that um, she loves serving in her community, firefighter 
firefighting runs in her family. Her father is a firefighter. Her sister's a firefighter. Cool. Um, and what she loves about it is that they come together and they actually eat in the firehouse. And she bakes in the firehouse for her crew. And well, that's, that's an awesome. easy way to ingratiate yourself as a young firefighter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And she said for her, these cookies are really simple to make. And there are a lot of ingredients that are already on hand at the firehouse because they don't have a lot of time to run out and get those extra special ingredients. So you have your basic flour, sugar, but cocoa powder. And um, she even adds, if you want optional, liquid vanilla flavored coffee creamer into this cookie. And oh, it kind of sure. looks like a little charcoal. Um, it's a, they do. A, they look like little coals. <laughs> yeah. They're, it's chocolate rolled in um, powdered sugar. It's not going to blow you away with the sweetness either. Like it's just, it's a nice, You're right. just You're right. enough. Yep. Righty? Mm-hmm. Hey. What are you on, your third there? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. Hey, I noticed uh, the back page. Oh, the cookbook this year has some doggy cookies in there. For the first time ever, we do have dog treats in this year's cookie book. And I had the pleasure of meeting up with Canine Tesla. She is a um, emotional support dog for the Lake Country um, Fire Department. And she tested these cookies for us. Um, we have a sweet potato type cookie treat and then a honey wheat flour co- dog bone treat. She loved them. Um, she gave it two paws up. Excellent. Go. right? You and you were saying, just in case somebody gets loose and decides to try one themselves. They're human <laughs> safe. They're human safe. You, you can, can eat it. I, I actually did try them. I mean, they, they're not sweet. They don't taste that great, but the dogs love them. Okay, and make sure uh, grandma knows which one she's cooking, though, right? (laughs) For sure. So it drops online. Anybody can get it online today, right now. Is it hot? 8 a.m. 8 a.m. this morning. It's going to be online. Um, You can get it on our website, we-energies.com. Otherwise, we have 24 distribution events around the state, including Franklin today uh, at 11 a.m. at the Milwaukee County Sports Complex. But the big event is this Saturday at American Family Field. Um, we'll be out there at 9 o'clock, ready to hand out cookie books. Amy Johns from We Energies, thank you so much. Thank you for baking Absolutely. for us today. And good luck with all those events. You can also text the word COOKIE to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. COOKIE to 855-616-1620. And we will send you a link to all those distribution sites. So what to make of the Packers? Trading Rasul Douglas right up against the deadline. Brandon Snyde has sports coming up at 745. Road still a mess, but getting a little bit better. We'll check in with Debbie Lazka in three minutes. I do have some AI news for you. It's good news. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? Usually when we talk about AI, it's how it's going to take over the world and kill us all. Yeah, no, not this time. This is actually good. So you know how we were talking about how AI could be used in the medical field, right? That whole idea of it being able to assist, maybe play doctor. Turn your head and cough. There are some things that they're doing now with AI. (laughs) They're helping to diagnose a rare form of cancer faster and better than existing tests. The team trained an algorithm to recognize a rare form of cancer, which can currently only be diagnosed through a biopsy, which often comes too late to save the patient. The results... We found that the AI was twice as accurate as an invasive procedure. Researcher Christina Messiu says the algorithm can now be trained to recognize more common forms of cancer. Vicki Barker, CBS yeah. News, London. So twice as accurate, not invasive. Yeah, what do they use for the sample? Like, is it a, like a blood test or something like yeah, that? Able can, to run the DNA, run all the... pick something yep, up. Find the, the information there. Yeah, so great news, and it's going to be used in other forms of cancer, as you heard Vicki Barker say, too, in the coming years. So all good news here. So AI, AI good. Group. Yes, yes. Fine. This news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. Sorry, are my hands cold?
Old National Bank talking text line blowing up with the cookie book requests. The We Energies cookie book drops online at 8 o'clock this morning. So we have a link for you to access it online if you like. And then they have distribution sites all over the state of Wisconsin beginning today. The first big one is in Franklin later this morning. The really, really big one is American Family Field. That's coming up this weekend. All of the dates and times for the in-person distribution events are up at this link. Text the word cookie to the old National Bank talk and text line 855-616-1620. Cookie, singular, C-O-O-K-I-E. And then we will fire off an article from the website, and it's got the link in there. Cool. Do you know what else you can still text? Can you still get the holiday oh, yeah. show? Oh, yeah. It's still up there. You can text show. Right. Yep. Show to the old National Bank talking text line. We'll send you back to you. Get so, a little bit of reaction. <laughs> what What was the reaction to the second annual Wisconsin's Morning News Halloween, Halloween radio show? Radio show. I, I think for the most part it was uh, positive. Got one person who said it was immature, <laughs> which is ironic yeah. since it was written by a 12-year-old version of me. <laughs> Successful. And also, it absolutely was. <laughs> yes, it was immature, right. yeah. And uh, someone else who didn't think it was funny, but again, it's a Halloween radio <laughs> show. It doesn't necessarily need to be funny. If you are interested, it is still there. Yeah, just text show or it's on the website. Either way, you can get it. Yes, it will live on in, in perpetuity. <laughs> yes. And you can compare it to last year's if you'd like. That's oh, that one's still up there yeah. too? Oh, the smoke? <laughs> this one was way better than the yes, smoke, wasn't it? I was going to say, this one's a little bit better, yeah. Okay, but almost because it was better, like worse? The worse it is, like the funnier I think it is. That's how it rolls for yes. you? Okay, good. 744, Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The 2-1 and one Milwaukee Bucks are back to work tonight as they hit the road for the first time this season. The Bucks are in Toronto to take on the Raptors. Head coach Adrian Griffin speaking this week on what the focus should be as they get set to face off with his former team. Well, you got to continue to execute, you know, and that's what it's just come down this league is uh, we're going to get the best um, every night. And it's 48 minutes, and we just got to continue um, to execute on both uh, in, ends of the floor. Bucks Raptors tip-off is all set for 6 p.m. Coverage is set to begin right here on WTMJ, your home of the Bucks, starting at 5.30. Over to baseball, where the Texas Rangers are one win away from clinching the World Series. This after an 11-7 Game 4 victory on Tuesday night. Free of steals, the 0-1, crushed in the air, left field, Gurriel back. Back some more at the track, at the wall. God, Home run. Marcus Simeon will touch them all. And the Rangers have opened it up. It's a three-run homer. And Texas now leads it 10 to nothing. The call on ESPN Radio radio as the Rangers go on for the win and take a three-games-to-one series lead. They can close it out tonight with with Game 5. That first pitch is set for 7 p.m. Over to football, where the Green Bay Packers struggles continued on earlier this week after losing to the Vikings. The Packers sent cornerback Rasul Douglas to the Bills ahead of the NFL's trade deadline on Tuesday. The Packers getting back a third-round pick. ESPN's Rob Demosky joined 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee on Tuesday to discuss the chaotic mess in Titletown. The premise I'm operating under is that they're not sure if Jordan Love is the guy or not. But the way this roster is constructed, I'm not sure if you can tell if he's the guy or not. And the whole point of this season, in my opinion, was to figure out whether he is the guy. The Packers will get back on the practice field later today as they continue ah, preparation. That makes me crazy. For week nine. Yeah, it's because uh, you had to get one answer. that You weren't going to win a Super Bowl, 
But you had to identify whether your future was on your roster yes. or not, and they have. But they could have done that last year. I'm not right yeah. about a lot of stuff. I was right about that. I said, sit Aaron Rodgers yeah. when he wasn't performing and he was hurt yeah. and all this other stuff. Give me six, eight games with yeah. this guy, with that team, and see what you got last year because last year wasn't going to be the and year. And you had a better roster last year. Right. You put your thumbprint yes. on Jordan Love this year, but you gave him nothing. Then you know all of that before you end up trading Aaron Rodgers, before Devontae Adams gets away, mm-hmm. before all this other stuff. No, Devontae was already gone. He was already That's gone. Right. But, but you still had before all this Lazard other stuff. And, and Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis. on the, You had veterans yes. on the roster. Now you got guys that don't even know if it's a pass or a run play. <laughs> Like, Good where, luck, Jordan Love. Where do I stand on this play? What formation do I line up yeah, in? Yeah, no kidding. Ah! Yeah, well, welcome to uh, Uncharted Waters. All right, I'm going to continue yelling when Tausch comes. He joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea Man. You can't have any nuanced thought. Everything has to be winning and losing. And that's where I think the sportification of politics is really stupid. Innovative. How do we find some common ground? Sports, I'm not interested in finding common ground with the Bears. I want to throttle. And in politics, we have now gotten to the point where we just want to throttle people. We want to make them look like idiots, and then we want to bury them. I don't think that's good for anybody. And Packers Hall of Famer. You just created, Maybe I'm wrong. Did you just create a term, the sportification of politics? Because it's brilliant. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. All right, Tausch, we'll pick up with where I left off on my rant. You heard ESPN's Rob Domofsky, love Domofsky, up there in Green Bay talking about how he is wondering whether the Packers are still considering whether or not Jordan Love is their guy, and they will go about considering that through the remainder of the season. I told Eric, I'm not right about a lot of stuff, but I was right about that, why I wanted to sit Aaron Rodgers last year, why I wanted to see Jordan Love in real game action for six or eight games or whatever it would have been so that we could have had this figured out last year. Uh, well, listen, I think everything's always easier to look back at and second guess, but Vinny, do you think that the Green Bay Packers, who at that point had moved all in to try and win a championship, uh, you think they would have gotten to the last game of the season being 8-8 eight and eight and having a chance to win against the Detroit Lions to go to the playoffs, and then Lord knows what happens when you get in the playoffs? The answer is no. They wouldn't have. So the balancing act that you have as a front office, and especially for Brian Gutekunst, not Matt LaFleur should only be focused on winning. He shouldn't care about any of the other stuff. But Brian Gutekunst has to look at this in a holistic uh, deal and I think last year he was very clear it was about winning. That's why they paid Aaron Rodgers. That's why they paid David Bakhtiari. That's why that was the case. Uh, yeah, it would be great to have more data points and to have more uh, of an understanding of where Jordan Love was at. And that's why I'm a little bit confused about uh, the approach to go all young everywhere on skill. It has not worked. And I'm all for guys trying things and doing things that are unique and different because I've never seen a group of skilled players that are this young without any veteran at all around, and they just don't. So when you're trying to evaluate Jordan Love, it's been really difficult because your first couple weeks you're like, man, this looks pretty good. And then it starts dropping off, and you wonder, well, does this mean that Jordan Love isn't any good, or is it – 
why are people why are there two dudes standing in the same spot on the field multiple times? <laughs> Is that Jordan Love's fault? It's not. Uh, Jordan Love lays one up in the end zone. Christian Watson gets two hands on it, and he doesn't catch it. Is that Jordan Love's fault? So has Jordan Love been great? No, but he has not been as you know as bad or as well. He can't play. I just heard on Evan Cohen's show uh, on Sportsmanlike, uh, Chris Canty, his his co-host, basically say there's not one quarterback in the league that you wouldn't take over Jordan Love. And I'm thinking to myself, well, come on, man, that, that's crazy talk too. So there is this process, and they signed him to two years. They've given him two years. They, they didn't pick up the option. They grabbed him for two. And unless things spiral where you know that he's not any good and he can't play, which I would definitely not say is the case at this point, uh, you let the season play out. But, yeah, Vinny, do you really think you'd feel that much better if you saw him play the last five weeks and he looked exactly like this? Does that make you think? <laughs> what would yep, I know? He's now? our guy. Yes, I don't know that I would. What, now, let me ask you this though: to your point now about whether the drill is make the tournament, anything can happen, and I agree with that. We've seen that over the years. I mean, the Packers last time we won the thing, we were the six seed, just barely slid sixth in yep. and won the whole darn thing. So I, I agree with that. Does what happened now up against the trade deadline, getting rid of a veteran instead of adding one or two, does that mean the Packers are not all in on this season? Like they're out, we're out of the tournament. Well, they haven't been all in on the season from the jump. Uh, I just look at the way they built the team and how it was going. I think we all thought they're going to be lucky or incredibly. Everything needs to break the way that it would have had to have been almost perfection for them to get to eight, nine, ten wins. That's just the reality of I think understanding. You have fifty or sixty million in dead cap space, that, uh, not even here. And, but I thought yesterday was a, a, a very public acknowledgement that yeah we're you know we're going to do what we think is best for the future of this team and that doesn't mean 2023 so for all of us that kind of thought well you know if things can you pick up and you can get better this team needs to start improving that's what i've been saying the whole year it has not but Razul Douglas was one of your best players he was he brings an edge to your team I loved everything about Sewell. Since he's been picked up, he has been great for this program. And you decide that it's best to move on for, in essence, a fourth-round pick. You get a third, but you give up a fifth. Does that tell you that you're really looking to win big this year? The answer is no. But now you give these other young players a chance to develop, and you hope that everything falls exactly the way you do and you win some games and you feel better about the future. But yesterday was a pretty good acknowledgement that uh, this season is not going to be, not that anybody thought it was, a championship season because it's not. I think you made me think I'm not right about this either. (laughs) I said I wasn't right. That's good. I like to be right. All I really want to do is make you think. (laughs) I'm not saying it's going to be right, wrong, or I just don't want you to be indifferent. That's all. (laughs) Certainly not that. Thanks, my friend. Trivia tomorrow. You got it, guys.